Yes, Al McGuire has entered the building. Barbara Enberg has entered the building. Tonight, the show will begin, McGuire, by Dick Enberg. It'll be at Next Deck Theater. I think the first one ever is at uh, 7.30. Anthony, you can hit that button right there. Red one. I think. Yeah, they can hear you fine. Oh, yeah. You ready to go? The first show is tonight, 7.30. Is that right? Next that is Deck the first Theater. preview. What? First preview. Preview? Isn't that the first? No? No, no, no. Preview is opening night will be tomorrow, which is considered the first show. But preview is tonight. Preview is tonight? Yep. Wait a second. Today is Thursday. So is it Friday, Saturday? So if people come tonight, they got to pay, right? Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Paying audience. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Is it the following weeks? Isn't it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday? It's a little variance on the schedule uh, when we're we're doing it. It's generally going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, Saturday. So, Sunday, so today is what again? Because I'm confused. Thursday. But it's preview. not the... Uh, preview. Today's the preview. There's one preview. Oh, Is this like something you know if you're a famous actor? Or is, this yeah. like, or is it just made up? Are you just, no, no, no. Do you come in and say, we can sell Homer on anything. You, you always have at least one preview. You just got to get a little warmed up. And then, that, you know, we had that last night. We had what was called okay, tech, now, tech well, Dress. Wait, last night wasn't a preview. Last night was... Tech Dress. Oh, excuse me. So so that gives us the opportunity that we, if we have to stop, we will stop. All right. But tonight... Talking with Anthony Cravello, who's trying to explain to me, like you were Phantom in Phantom of the Opera, like yeah. 2,400 times, I said. Yeah. Clearly, see, that's had, not true. And then that was Fan- not 2,400, because no, there well, were some... Whatever you were made up for these first two things we call, like... Well, no. Previews count. <laughs> okay. But I would, I'm not oh, 2,400. I'm not... 2,400, I'm not counting previews. Oh. So, so how many? How, you probably did like twenty four hundred and thirty or something. Would you guess? Uh, yeah, could be something like that. All right. Well, and it I, starts seven thirty tonight. There are tickets available. Joining yeah. us now also is Barbara Enberg, and you you have the rights to it. And we were there last night, but nobody asked you, or we didn't get to because there were other great stories. Like when you first met Al McGuire, and everybody has a story, and when they do, they almost always smile because it includes something odd. Right. Right. Well, I, I worked at NBC in the sports department and um, as a unit manager years ago. Okay. And um, when Al um, first joined NBC, I was assigned to the game that uh, the, the famous game that people talk about at Duke, where he made the comment about we're going to feed the animals at Duke or whatever. And he was there with the with the safari hat on and throwing peanuts to the to the students and challenging them to um free throw free free throw line at the beginning of the game so it was just like a party i mean the the college kids at basketball games are going nuts anyway and and al really stirred the pot and got everybody really i'm just up. curious if so you fun. got any preview like okay you're going to deal with al Ember, or with uh Amalgar. you need to know one two and three like he's totally crazy or he's really nice or you never know what he might do well, did you get any preview from anybody at nbc with a heads up as to what it no, might be like no i think i think well when i i n- never knew the marquette l mcguire correct, it was correct. later um and i think he was still getting his sea legs about being in broadcasting because this was a whole new another new venue for him so he was always um you know well dressed with his hair combed and and polite and and nice and i think not that confident. I mean, he was always a gentleman, very, very nice. 
um, it was later because Dick got to know him and he would come to our house and I got to know him and, and, and Dick and he would go off on, you know, Jackson Hole horseback riding trips and these different things. And then he would come and visit us and visit the kids. And, and you know, then that was when I really got to know him as a person, a person, not a, a professional that, uh, you know, associate that I was working with. I got to know him after he was done at NBC when he was doing Marquette games at the very end. And I got to know him when he didn't remember if he had a game. <laughs> So, uh, Pat, he he would work uh, doing the TV games, uh, and then he'd call and say, oh, wait, uh, do we have a game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's in Charlotte. Billy, well, Billy I, Packer. I can get there. I can get there. Yeah. Um, Billy Packer tells a, a, a wonderful story about the fact that uh, Al uh, was initially hired by NBC to do halftime, a uh, little, little bit of the commentary at halftime, and then they decided that they wanted to uh, have Al be part of the broadcast team. And uh, but a lot of what they were doing, what they would cut away and do these little cutaways with with Al. And uh, but it was up to him. He had to push a little button to to get on the air. And Al was not pushing the button. And uh, so he goes and he does his halftime spiel. But they're and Dick and, and Billy are putting doing the broadcast from the sideline. And they're not hearing from Al. They're thinking, well, geez, maybe the button doesn't work, whatever. And they go back and they say to some of the security, where's where's Al? And they said, and security says, well, he left at halftime. He didn't even hang around for the game. I'm not surprised. I should The person to talk to is Pat Hughes because he did the games on TV. We were doing radio, and Pat has stories that if it wasn't about Al McGuire, you, 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 you wouldn't believe him. You, you now, you watch it, and you saw, let's say, what, what about the player? What about seeing either surprised you about Al or what? What touches you, given that you knew Al and knew the real person? And I'm just curious, is your emotion reading it, seeing it, as far as the Al that you see on stage? Oh, very much so, yeah. And and I think, uh, you know, you have to kind of digest it a little bit, too, all these little Maguireisms that were, you know, that I've heard over the years. Uh, just, you know, a lot of them come back to me at different times, you know, like sitting on a park bench and just enjoying a park and having people come by and talk to you. And I've had that experience. And like, you know, I should be doing more of this. But, you know, I did that one time and, and thought of Al the entire time and haven't done it in years. <laughs> we, we all need to do that. But I was just going to say... Um, uh, when when or when uh, Tony was talking earlier, uh, j- just remember. Wait a minute, are you Tony or Anthony? Like people call you Tony. What is your name? What do you go by? <laughs> well, professionally, I'm Anthony, but amongst friends, I'm Tony. Oh, that's well, what we do. Okay, all right, got it. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Our- <laughs> um, no, I, when you say he couldn't remember a game, he could. He didn't know the the players, and he didn't know sometimes the players, you know, when they were on the air. And um, one, t- one time, Dick had laryngitis really badly, and they had a doubleheader. And Dick was like, I, I can barely talk, and he was really straining his throat. And he said to Al, I don't think I can do the second game. You know, you've got to, you've got to do the play by play and I'll point to the guy on the chart and you just say, you know, you just do it. And, <laughs> And he said, uh, Al looked at him and said, Dixie, if you're going, I'm going. And then <laughs> Dick was like, okay, I'm staying. <laughs> we'll stay and do the I game. I can believe that totally. Of all the stories I told about Al McGuire, there was only one that people never believed. And when I tried to tell people that, we went out to eat once at Cousins, and he paid. And they went, it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> Al never paid for anything, ever. So it's not true. And actually. <laughs> He did. That's it was only Al. like twelve dollars, but I don't know. Uh, did uh, did uh, Al ever pay? 
Well, I can't honestly say that I recall that, but he go. was very generous, though. He would bring the kids, our kids, like little toy, not not toy soldiers, but little cars. And I remember we got a like a wiener mobile or something. Yes, he, he liked to give those. Yeah. Have a good life, he yeah, would sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would get postcards. He didn't pay for those either. Well, those he were probably didn't, him, but, he, so, yeah. but he was very generous. It was a weird thing to give away, but he would do yeah. it. That was the yeah. first time I met him. Yeah. We get off the plane. He says, stop. And again, he called me Range because he couldn't call me Homer. It had to be a different one. And he stopped. And he's he's one of these Wienermobiles. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't have the guts because I didn't really know him. And I like, the, you know, go to the great Al McGuire. I was like, why are you giving me this stupid Wienermobile? And then I found out that's, <laughs> that's his he thing. must have had yeah. a lot of yeah. it at home yeah. because yeah. he would. And uh, yeah, it was yeah. All, he would use it. I don't know if he said he'd always have a, have a good life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. So we get postcards sometimes that would just say balloons or treetops, and you wouldn't sign it, but we always knew it was from him. It was very sweet. But we we got books too. He would bring often bring books, but there were books that were to Al from you know from somebody, and we cross off. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Recycle. Yes, that's got to be in the play. Why yeah, is that not in the play? There, there's too many stories. No, you to can't. Go you got to add. I said I have only one suggestion because it's great. You also have to add what I think is the most memorable moment of his. career career and that is when the Hughes twins father gave him half a peace sign at the Wait, game between Wisconsin we we do have a photograph that is it but it's it's uh, cut so that you you don't quite see that um, the, because everybody has a story in that and the great line is Maurice Lucas told me that when he became famous for it um, Maurice goes hey coach you know you owe me and he goes why if i don't make that shot he made about a 20 footer you're under that table you're not up on top of that table which of course was true all right we've run out of time but what's any last word you want to say it's the next three weekends at next act theater and it's existing it's existing because you have wanted this to exist yes and dick very much wanted it he would be so happy to to see this moment and hopefully it'll go on and hopefully people will come out and support it and he was always dixie right always dixie yes from the very beginning Mm -hmm. yep www.next Nextax.org for tickets. Nice to have you, Tony. Uh, thank you so much, Homer. <laughs> Barbara as well. Thanks thank for keeping you. it going. Thank you. Again, McGuire. Scales on breast next. No worries. <laughs>